Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 3 Episode 13, it is the season finale and it is called Mayday. So full spoilers for the episode as always and of course the whole season now since it's, it's all done and we can talk about it. Uh, so first things first, Connor was missing last week so I think there's just one or two points that I think we have to get his opinion on before we, we delve into this episode. Because um, uh, I, I was joking a lot about two things in particular. Uh, one is that it was the second episode in a row where June had killed someone and I was like it's, we're on a kill streak and would the finale present us with a third in a row for, for a June kill um, not to jump ahead but it's a hat trick baby <laughs> <laughs> we got a June kill streak going the body count's racking up I bet there was a point in the middle of this episode where you were like oh and then you're like damn it so close yeah no no but she was waving that gun around this episode so I was just waiting for it the, yeah. like the chances were high she was going to kill someone again and I'm not, I was not disappointed um and then the other point, of course, is that earlier in the season we were talking about how it was kind of presenting that this was kind of her Breaking Bad season where she was going a bit more Walter White and last episode actually had a scene almost right out of Breaking Bad where she did the exact same thing as Walter White. Uh, yeah. So I'm just curious as to your thoughts on that particular choice because my opinion of it last week was very much that, well, it does take me out of it a little bit that it's essentially the exact same scene from Breaking Bad. The choice itself actually makes a lot of sense in the context of the characters and what's going on. I will say, over the course of this season, mm-hmm. I so, so the so the point of Breaking Bad is is there's a point where you realize you don't really like Walt anymore, right? You're like he's mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of shit, and. You, Different people will tell you that point comes at you know various times for them. I reached that point with June over this season quicker than I did with Apollo. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the decision for me made a lot of sense, just given the context and like her her reason for it was a bit more justifiable than I don't like any of spoilers for Breaking Bad, but still incredibly shitty. Oh yeah, no, it's it's it's, 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 it's a you know, it goes back to the reason why I liked it because it went back to the start of the season where. She has to make difficult choices, and I feel like okay, this is the the culmination of that. This is her making the difficult choice, even though it's evil at face value. Um, so I just wanted to, I wanted to just uh, I hated the final shot though, and I'm assuming you did too, because it felt like something you'd also hate. I'll be honest, I don't remember what the final the shot close was. close up of her eyes at the funeral, and it was all evil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I did hate that. Yeah, I knew you would. I hate it. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I watched these two pretty much back to back, so like some of the the minor bits are, are blurring a little. Yeah. Well, this finale uh, is basically it, it read to me a lot of like a Prison Break movie because it was all just the planning mm-hmm. and all the little setups and like little montages of them like getting all the packed lunches ready for the kids for the plane and um i actually because because they were like getting all the food ready and put into little sacks and it was at the same time june was like scraping something out of a pot and i went is that like mashed potato so what was she like are they going to give the kids mashed potato or like or like like thick yogurt or something what the hell is that shit and it turned out it was actually stuff that was for the gate so it wouldn't squeak so yeah could... it was soap we saw her chopping it all up Yes, um, yes, it escaped me what she was doing, because I, I just assumed it was more food. I'm like, what the hell is that? Well, see, uh, we, I knew it was soap, and I was like, are they going to tell me this is Fight Club rules going on here? Because that's <laughs> bullshit. And, and then it was just to, to grease up the gate, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and a lot of the episode is, is indeed the just the tension of, like, okay, them actually, you know, the Martha's bringing the girls over. Uh, obviously, there's one that comes too early and gets cold feet. 
and tries to leave. But it's after June's had this kind of heart to heart with a little girl as she's like, you know, patching up her leg because her foot's all yeah. cut and swollen. And and this is where she's flapping the gun around quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and she almost ends up accidentally shoots the kid because she's so high strung that when the kid says something behind her, she just you know swings it around and you know it's this kind of horrifying moment for her. Um, yeah, um, I think. Well, did you like the, the finale? Did you like the episode overall? Or uh, I think I think I liked parts of it. I didn't love it. That's for sure. I liked. I think there was a there was a bit in the middle. And it was around this gun waving about sort of section that it kind of yeah. lost me for a while. Um, but I really like the start of it, all them getting ready. And then I really like the actual, you know, the actual journey to the plane and the then the, the landing in Canada, especially, I thought was, was pretty The well landing, done. I'll give you, I think my problem with the, the journey to the plane is I never, I never really felt any of the tension. Sure. There was there was a bit like where you know the the cars are up on the on, on the road just above them and you know the the lights are swooping over and I never believed for a second they were about to be caught. I didn't I didn't feel that tension, so I lost a lot of just a lot of the weight that it should have had. Um, yeah. The funny thing is though is that like yeah I, I actually kind of agree. There's not a lot of tension until they get towards the air because if they're going to get caught and like things are going to go badly, it's going to be kind of near the end of the journey. It, it is, um, but I feel like we spend quite a lot of time walking through the woods, and we have that scene where okay, you know, the, the the cars are going past with the lights. Where I feel like I have to feel it there as well if we're going to spend time doing that. I mean that one scene, sure, but I think for most of it though, the, the actual journey was more about the emotion of finally going through with this. Like you know, it was that kind of, that kind of build up and release of like, oh, we're finally doing this now. Because uh, the music that was playing for a lot of this was actually quite optimistic and quite, yeah. um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you know, it felt like a release. It felt like okay, there's hope after all this dark time that we're finally pulling something off. Um, sure. It didn't have. It wasn't going for tension for a lot of it. Actually, it wasn't until, you know. That I bet you were talking about the cars, and you you knew they weren't going to get caught here. It'd be too silly to do it here. Like it was going to be if it was if they were going to if this was going to fail, it was going to fail at near the end. Oh yeah. Um, which I never actually did think it was going to because because the intention and I said this like a couple of episodes ago because the intention was never for Jin to escape as well. I knew it was going to succeed because we can yeah. save everyone else, we just can't save Jin because the show still has to keep going. Um, pretty much of course rita gets out rita is the one who's tasked with actually escorting the kids because everyone else goes to help june distract the guards because otherwise they're yeah. going to get caught um and good thing too because june with her one rock was not going <laughs> to was not going to hold them off I, I mean I, I i did question at this point when she's sitting there going right okay there's a guard over in that car spinning the light mm. is this not an ideal time to pull out that gun you've got strapped to your leg well, I think it's because they're right next to the base and the sound would probably travel to any other guards. They'd hear gunshots. And I think yeah. I think the whole idea is when she eventually uses the gun, it's actually quite a bit further away. You know, at this point, she's ran into the woods quite a bit. I mean, sure. I, I guess uh, the thing for me was it was supposed to be a distraction, right? You, you, mm -hmm. you, and, and as far as she was concerned, it was kind of a suicide mission anyway she wasn't really expecting to, to to survive so at that point just use the gun yeah um it's entirely possible she was maybe about to think about doing that because she was hesitating she was sort of like holding the rock and like sort of thinking about what to do and then the others all show up it, it is possible yeah. and then all the others show up so then they all throw rocks and it's relatively effective obviously like a few marthas do go down um i think what's yeah. interesting about this is that 
what I'm really looking forward to about this whole Great Escape, which ended up being more than 52 kids, is the what the fallout is in Gilead like what what you know what is the situation like what is the the, the mood like and because presumably all these Marthas who helped t- you know take the kids away surely they're all implicated immediately I mean June's kind of separate from the rest of them and that she's not directly responsible for any of those kids but all these wives got roofied and their kids were taken by Marthas like all these Marthas surely are just instantly on, on the chopping wall, block which yeah. presumably was why they were supposed to go with them on the plane Yes, but they they made the choice not to because it, yeah it would it would increase the chances like one person causing a distraction versus all of them, you know it was you know, they're, they're playing the odds essentially, yeah. um and that's that's fine. I, I tell you what, I did like a lot. I like that when you know the, 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 during a couple of them go out to like mark the way, um mm. and they come back and the lights out and they're worried that something bad's happened and it's just that all the kids have arrived and uh, Lawrence is reading them a story, um. Yeah, I just quite like that scene. Uh, that, that was a uh, because he doesn't even go. Like, because obviously we were speculating, does he still go? Given now that his wife is dead, or I was speculating, you weren't here last week. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he, he essentially because she says, "Oh, like she'd want you to go," and he's like, "I think she'd want me to clean up my own mess." And it, it's the idea that he can do better, he can do more good inside the system, trying to help people escape, and uh, you know, more things like this, yeah. if not outright, actually change some of the rules if he can. Uh, along the way, uh, than he than he ever will if he's outside. You yeah, know. definitely. Um, and, and in a way, he's almost like the better version of Serena, and that he's he's accepted his culpability and what's happened and how awful it is. But instead of running to have some semblance of freedom, he's going to stay and try and fix it and do something about it. Um, and so of course, of course, Serena's whole freedom, uh, which she she's almost got. She's about to get access to leave the the facility and go around the city. Yeah. And then Fred got a little bit petty and... Just a touch. Yeah, because obviously we were, because you weren't here last week, but we were right in saying that she did make a deal um, to get visits with the kid and all the rest of it. And Fred says, hey, she's done some stuff that wasn't Gilead, you know, forced. It was just her. Uh, do you want to hear about them, <laughs> basically? Knowing exactly what he's doing. As Cotter sneezes and mutes his mic so that he's not sneezing into the mic, yes. Sorry, that's me. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? I was I was too busy sneezing to listen. I was just saying Fred was 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 uh, knowing exactly what he was doing and uh, being uh, yeah. petty. Yeah, is this the first like full outright confirmation that he knew exactly what had happened? I think so. I think I mean there was a lot of glances. There was a lot of things throughout the last like season and a half. Or, yeah, they've been like, yeah. okay, he he suspects, maybe he knows, but how much does he know exactly? This this fellow, no, he knows all the details. <sighs> Yeah, um, I have to admit. I mean, he's obviously Fred's are awful, and like I don't really care about him getting his way. Um, I have to admit there is a little bit of satisfaction in Serena not getting freedom because you know there's a, there's a point in this episode where she's uh, uh, like you know sipping her coffee and reading her book, and, uh, and I'm like, you you don't deserve this. <laughs> you 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 ruined everyone else's lives, and they're still in this misery, and you get to be free while they're all still. In I Gilead. agree. Uh, it's a little. Uh, dissatisfying with this being the reason, I think. Sure. You know, going, oh, you know, you know, she, she forced, you know, the, the driver to, to, and, 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 and June to have sex. Like, well, I mean, not really. Well, yes, really. <laughs> well, well, yes, but, you know, as, as, you know, as she says, oh, they, they had an actual relationship. Not before that, they didn't really. <sighs> I'm sure they did. 
No, because that was the first time they had sex, right? That was that wasn't like that the first time they had sex. I'm sure it Maybe. was. It's been a while. Yeah, the relationship I'm sure really blossomed out. I mean, there, I, I think there was like some chemistry maybe I, but I, I feel I, people would correct me if I'm wrong like I, maybe I'm misremembering because I've not seen season one since season one yeah ever. exactly That's, see in my head they had a relationship already to something which is why Serena was like okay no we're doing this she she kind of capitalized on that but maybe I'm misremembering it I think I think there was something but I, I, I think I'm pretty sure that was the first time they fair enough they, they, I think so people can correct me if I'm wrong though um but well, the, the reason why I think this works though is it's not so much that it's the, the the reason she should be punished versus everything else she's done. But there is a great character beat here that Fred, for all his "I love my wife" and for all everything that he's ever said, like he will use anything he's got to be petty and to make sure she can't be happy, so oh, that she's she's as miserable as he is. He's a dick. So from a character perspective, I think it's very satisfying <laughs> because it makes complete sense that he would do this. Um, yeah. And gets them both like locked up, uh, potentially forever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm I'm really curious to see what the plot in Canada will be uh, in season four with them. Uh, yeah. As they're being interviewed and stuff. And now that we have Rita in Canada as well, like I thought the moment where Rita meets uh, Luke was particularly touching, especially Luke, because um, Luke's just helping. Because there's a great moment where Moira gets on the plane because they, they, it clearly they expect people to be sneaking out, so they always check the planes, right? And Moira goes up not knowing what she's going to see and just sees this like sea of children and gets kind yeah. of emotional and, and she's getting them up to play and looks just helping and it's the moment where the little girl the one that june like had the heart to heart with um sees her father and they have this embrace and like it's this moment where luke realizes like wait hannah could be on this plane and it's kind of it's actually kind of a painful scene to watch him look everyone coming off off the plane and None of them being Hannah and yeah. uh, him being kind of, but it's a sweet moment afterwards where you know uh, Emily recognizes Rita and then introduces Luke and she's like, "You're Luke." You know, she's heard so much about Luke over the course yeah. of the last. And exactly. I, I actually almost started laughing here because it looks uh, like who the hell are you? I almost started laughing because I'm like, every character in this show will get to meet Luke again before Jim does. <laughs> every single one. Fred's met him. Sarita's met him. Rita's now met him. Obviously, Emily's yeah. already met him. Like, everyone's yeah. meeting Luke, except Jen. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. But, no, and she she makes she lets him know June did this. Although, I imagine they won't want to keep that super public, just because if Gilead catches wind that June's behind the escape, the great escape of... She's, she's probably screwed. Yes. I mean, she's already been shot. I mean, she gets shot from the, the Guardian and uses it. She, she plays coy. She plays uh, plays dead for a second so she can shoot him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, fe- I'm feeling the plot armor. I'm not gonna lie. That's fair. That's fair. Because uh, she did take a gunshot and was then lying there presumably overnight. Seemed to be overnight. Oh, when they eventually pick her up afterwards. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure she'll be fine. She, no, she'll probably will be fine. It's, it's one of those things where like they could choose not to put her in situations like this so that we're not saying she's got plot armor i think i think it bothers me more after she went in on a on a what was a suicide mission right sure and then okay all the people come in you know all all, all the other you know marthas and stuff come and come to support so it's not a suicide mission anymore she's not on her own and then 20 seconds later she's shot anyway that's a little frustrating joe i was really relieved about actually I, I really thought, and I was going to hate this if they did it, 
I really thought the guard that was chasing her was going to turn out to be the guard from the flashback in the opening scene that she tried to talk to. Do you I, know what? I had this I feeling. thought it was... I, I, I had a, a similar thought. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, was going to be him, or I thought somehow it's Nick. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, we've not seen Nick in a while. Nick's off the front lines. We've not seen him since... No, he... no, he is, but I, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, for all we know, he's back and we just haven't seen him. And this would be the moment where... Oh, okay. I would have hated that too, admittedly, but I, I really thought, oh wait, the reason for that is because, I mean, the, the scene at the start was fine, it wasn't bad, it was, it just felt like we've, we've done these sort of scenes before. It so. is, it felt really, ab- like, irrelevant for most of the episode. I think the whole point is just, oh, it's entering Gilead and exiting Gilead, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. supposed to be, th- but I mean, it felt a little tacked on, uh, as opposed to a lot of the other flashbacks we've had. Yeah, I thought, uh, I actually thought Janine was going to get out as well, I thought that'd be interesting to have Janine in Canada with the others because I feel like at this point we've got such a cast in Canada that we can follow like as a little group um, yeah you know so um, but I, I now the other stuff with the plane landing I really liked um, and then being in Canada it made me miss all those characters a little bit as well because we've not had as much of them recently well like I said they disappeared about halfway through the season um, yeah I did very much enjoy it. Luke punching Fred last episode though that was that was enjoyable yeah that was uh, and Moira giving Serena what for. Uh, yeah. All good stuff. Um, so, yeah, we've kind of bounced around the uh, the order of the, the actual escape because it's just funny because so much of it does kind of... Because there's a scene where uh, Lawrence wants to call it off because they know that there's one girl missing and it's going to increase security. Um, and June's like... Yeah, it's why they end up going through the woods at all because they've yeah. got to pull the other roadblocks. Yeah, and June kind of just says to him like, "No, this is happening." And it made me, you know, and it made me kind of question June's motivations almost a little bit here. Where don't get me wrong, I think you know she does want to help all the kids that she's helping, but it feels kind of like she's doing this more for her, for herself, yeah, yeah. than it is about the kids themselves. And I, I, I think it's actually about both. I, I think there's, I, I don't think it's com- selfish. I, I don't think it's completely selfish in any way because she's still helping it, a lot of kids. It's hard to say it's selfish when it's such a. A noble act even yeah. though it does feel like it's it's not driven out of a need to to help them it's a need for her to be doing something yeah they feel like she's helped as opposed to yeah yeah it, it has that murkiness to it um it's it's an interesting finale i feel like it's a quicker one to talk about because it, so much of it is very like straightforward and it is yeah about the escape so. yeah um but i mostly enjoyed all that stuff i, I think that made it kind of exciting um you know, it it did feel like oh we've been building to this all season, uh, or at least half the season. And sure, the season suffered because that middle chunk was a bit a bit rough. And uh, the Lydia F flashback episode in particular was a real low point, I think, um, f- for the show. Yeah, and and also I think on top of that, even though you know it definitely got better after that middle chunk, uh, I really felt the lack of Canada. Yeah, uh, you know for what must be at least half the season yeah no i agree because we saw emily in this because obviously we saw moira in luke last episode so i hadn't been i hadn't been too long since i'd seen them but when i saw emily this episode i was like oh yeah emily you've not been here since like episode like six or something like that (laughs) yeah it's been a while and and even last episode with with luke and moira there was still a significant time you know between since we'd left seen them so and I think their side of the story is actually almost as interesting. Maybe partly because we've spent so much time in Gilead, I just want to see more of the, the world now. Oh, I, see... I, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, June is one of the the least interesting characters on the show for me at this stage, with, with everyone else. Uh, 
well, it makes me it makes me really curious about season four because, like I said, the fallout of this and what the 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 world is like in Gilead post this that you know, fifty plus kids have have escaped, and they're going to be looking for culprits, and you know what is their reaction to it, and you know, and yeah, I do want to see I want to see a look with Rita and Moira and Emily mm-hmm. as a team in Canada doing whatever they're doing, um. You know, does Rita go and see the Waterfords? Like, did, does she go and see them and be like, "Hey, I'm free now, bitches!" Like, and I don't know, rub it in their faces. I... <laughs> That's quite petty. I don't think Rita's that petty. I think she has a right to be petty in this no, case. No, no. I think the the whole "Hey, I'm free now" is a bit. I don't know. She's better than that. I don't want her to be, but I want her to rub it in, especially Waterford. I want her to rub it in Waterford's face. Just go, go to, go to, go to Fred and be like, "Hey, I don't got to make your sandwiches no more." Then slap him. Okay, that sounds satisfying. Do, actually, another thing I was worried about, which luckily they didn't go down this path, but I, I really thought they were starting to really hint at a romance between Serena and like the American dude. Mm. Um. And luckily, it never really went. It was at one point she stepped in really close to him to say that. Uh, what was it she said? It was uh, about. Oh, I, I didn't give up my rights. I, I exchanged them for, for for my my baby. Uh, yeah. Um, but she got really close, and it was like you know kissing distance. And I'm like, are they like trying to set up like sexual tension here? There's um, it's a bad sign, uh, you know, and it's pretty a symptom of the that rough patch of the season. Mm. That it's lost some of our trust in that we're actually concerned about sure. these things happening. You know, that's two or three things this episode now. Where we're it like, did, oh, but to be fair, none of those things never did happen. Them. No, it never yeah. did them. But it's established that seed of doubt in the quality that, oh, maybe they'll do that. That, that it's going to have mm-hmm. to work to get back now. Yeah. Um, I'm really intrigued by what season four is going to be and what the, what the situation in Gilead is. I really, because obviously we still have Lydia. Uh, Janine's still there with June, um, because it's her and the other handmaids who come and find her and uh, carry her off. Very, very biblical imagery as they're carrying her off at the end. Uh, yeah. As, you know, so really intrigued as to what exactly is going to be going on in Gilead in season four, and because Lawrence is still around, even though it felt like June and him had a goodbye, it does kind of feel like we could still see a lot of him next season potentially, or we may see none of them. Yeah, I'm more inclined to think none, because even before all this was going down, they were going to move June to a different house anyway. Yeah. I I would expect to see none of them except maybe one or two big appearances towards the end of the season. Like, he's been doing things, like, off-camera to, like, help things or whatever. That's possible, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll see, like, a big... Because even in this, the idea that he arranges a big meeting with all the commanders so that the security will all be kind of focused away from the suburbs. Yeah. Uh, needs a neat little touch like that. Um, I could see them playing with that kind of thing. Yeah, it's useful having the inside man. Yes. Um, so, no. Yeah, you know, like, I think the season has had some major peaks, it's had some major dips. And I think it's definitely the weakest season, just because. Oh, without question. Yeah. You know, it just it falls there kind of automatically, unfortunately. Even, even, though, even though there has been some really great episodes and there has been some really great moments and ideas. But even the great episodes, there's still a couple of nitpicks here or there, which doesn't make it a bad show it's still a very good show but it does it, it just it never had any of the flawless episodes that the first two seasons had yeah especially the first season the first season especially the first season yeah the first season was a, an immaculate season of tv i was i mean i was saying this last week actually on, on the on the solo review that 
Breaking Bad's one of the best TV shows ever made, and Handmaid's Tale after season one felt like it could actually be, be in that territory, you know, if it kept if it mm. kept up. And we're at the point now where it's definitely not. It's definitely dipped enough that even if it goes back to being amazing again for another couple of seasons, it's going to always It'll be... It'll be a very good TV show. Yes. But not in that, that upper tier of this is the, you know, greatest of all time yeah. potential. Which is what Breaking Bad, and even Better Call Saul, honestly, at this point is... Is, it is would have to that. tank pretty hard in, in the last like season or whatever it is that we got left for it to not be. Yeah, and I'm feeling pretty confident. <laughs> They've given us no reason to doubt. Unlike you know this, we've got reason to doubt things here now. You know we've yeah. seen some bad episodes. We have not seen bad episodes in shows like that. Like that. We had one bad scene of Better Call Saul in four seasons. One bad scene. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And it wasn't even the worst scene ever, but it was just notably weak compared in to In that else. show, it was terrible. Yes. In that show, it felt like we went out of... Most shows, it like, eh, okay. Yeah, it's business as usual. But in that show, it felt like we'd went to a 1 out of 10 all of a sudden, just for one scene, because it just yeah. the standard's so high. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, so... you tell we're excited to get more of that? Oh, we are. I'm really excited. It's early next year, right? They said it wasn't coming this year. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, Yes. Uh, whereas Hammy's Tale, you know, presumably it'll probably slip a little bit next year again, like it did this year. So it'll maybe start in July or August instead of June, like it did this year. Yeah, I think it was very consistent for the first two years. So maybe they'll be, you know, maybe it won't slip as much as we think. I'll, I'll guess August. I'll guess August for next year for season four. But I'm just. That's quite a slippage given that that's where it's finishing this year. Yeah, but it's like uh, this. This year slipped from April to June. So, if I that I'm, if I yeah. if I went with the same gap, it'd be same September. Why like, do you look so confused? I'm just working it out. April, May, June, June, July, August. It's the same gap. Okay, fair enough. I was one off. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I was confused. I was like, am I missing a month somewhere? Why'd you have to obsess over these things? It's fine. We'll move on. It was, it was going to really bother me because m- months are my weaker point, and and I thought I was missing one. Oh dear. Um. Yeah. So I think season three is a frustrating season because for everything I liked, there was probably something else I disliked. Um. Most of the dislike stuff is concentrated in the middle, <laughs> bizarrely. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole trip to Washington feels so separate. The, the the entire first half, well not the first half, but after the first like two or three episodes which was all about like being with Lawrence, that like it, it turned into, oh no, now it's about Nicole and the, the, the Waterfords. As soon as as soon as like that took over, it felt like a different plot entirely. And then once that was over, and we're back to Lawrence, it felt like we were back to what the season was supposed to be. So it did. It legitimately felt like it tangented for three or four episodes, where it felt like, no, no, we're doing this other thing now, and then we'll come back to what the season is. Yeah, and 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 it was bad. We felt it even as we were watching it. But looking back, it's really clear that it is just this this complete tangent of borderline filler. Yeah, you you could cut. I mean, there was some stuff. I like seeing the 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 harsher part of Washington. Like seeing that was interesting, but the yeah. actual plot about Nicole was uh, tedious. And we had the statue, the angel statue, and all oh. that bollocks. Um, yeah. 
So the directions has has been a bit more on the nose and silly at times this season. I mean, it's all been very good a lot of the time, but there's definitely been big examples this season of the imagery or the symbolism being a bit too in your face. And I I don't think it was ever as masterful as it was in previous seasons. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so that sticks out uh, as an issue for season three. Uh, now, if season four comes and it ends up being a similar quality overall to season three, it's not going to be that big a deal. Like, it, you know, I'd, I'd prefer if it wasn't as concentrated in the middle, like one big section was the, the weak yeah. part. But you'd rather have like two or three episodes sprinkled in that yes. are not as good. Yeah, so like episodes three, seven, and ten, if those all suck, but the rest are good, then that's better than having just all the middle section together sucking. Yeah. Um, but you know obviously we hope it'll maybe find some of its, its I, foot in the back again again it's weird that if it is the exact same quality as this season it'll hurt less because it won't feel like a step down whereas yeah, yeah. this season feels like a step down whereas if we just get the same again about like, uh, okay it's more of the same it's mostly pretty good yeah yeah and we'll still have a lot of great things to talk about uh but obviously there's a hope that it'll maybe find find its uh its mojo again a little bit and be yeah. back to what it was uh, and I, I think the way to do that is to really shake things up. I do think we need to see more of Canada and those characters because, you know, we, we like a lot of those characters, but we've been ignoring them for a lot of the season. And I think you could have happily cut out three or four episodes of this season and it would have been a much stronger season for it. I think mm-hmm. you could just go straight to the idea of Serena wanting to use the, the, the phone, the satellite phone, uh, and just go straight to that and skip all the TV broadcast bollocks beforehand. Yeah. Pretty much. You could have just done that, and that would have worked, and that would have cut out like three or four episodes right there. So, yep. Um. So yeah, rougher season, but a lot of good stuff still in there, and hopefully season four can bring us back to maybe what it was before. But even if it doesn't, it's still a pretty reasonable, acceptable level of quality overall. Just very yeah, uneven. It's definitely not bad TV. No, it's not. It's, it's you know, yeah. this this episode, last episode, the last the last like four episodes really have all been solid TV. With a few nitpicks. Yeah. Yeah, they've not been perfect, but they've been pretty damn good. Um, So, yeah. So let us know what you think of the season uh, in the comments uh, below. Like and subscribe, all the usual things. Uh, get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. You can support us, of course, over at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv uh, for as little as $1 per month, and it keeps all the reviews coming and all that sort of stuff. So uh, go, and, go and check it out. Um, you can, of course, check out all the TV we're doing. If you're on the audio podcast feed, which is our almost cancelled TV reviews feed, um, of course, we, we just finished doing The Boys Season 1, and we will... What have we got coming up on that feed, actually? Is there anything uh, uh, on the horizon? I don't, uh, the Deuce. The Deuce will be coming soon. Uh, that's coming early September. So yeah, uh, yeah, final season of that's coming. So that that'll be one of the things that's on that feed. Of course, if you want to check out our Netflix reviews, we have a separate audio feed for uh, Netflix original reviews, and that does have uh, we're about to start Mind Hunter season two. I'm also doing solo reviews of Glow season three right now. Uh, so that stuff is a uh, is a uh... very excited for Mind Hunter. But I mean, by the time you're watching this, you might have already watched some Mind Hunter, but excited. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, so, yeah, so you can check out that. Uh, otherwise, that is us to thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>